number 10. To what shall we compare this inability to see the truth? Well, our author gives us a beautiful little image here of somebody walking around a maze. Some paths take you left, some take you right, some might take you back to where you start, others take you straight ahead. Now, the person sitting high up on a platform can see all the paths available to the guests who wander blindly through the maze, hoping to reach the centre, to the exit, to the destination. This person sitting high above is in a position to warn those who walk upon them, saying, take this path, it's the correct way. Now, what are you going to do next? Are you going to take the path? Some would say, no, I want to do it on my own. I want to find my own path. I don't trust you. Who are you to tell me what to do? And so they spend hours wandering around, not quite reaching the des destination. But the person who is willing to listen, who believes in their guide, who believes in the wisdom of the person sitting high on top, will reach the destination. So too in relation to the idea under discussion. He who has not yet achieved dominion over his evil inclination cannot distinguish between various options presented to him. The person who rules over their, over, over their evil inclination, those who have reached the high point, who have left the path and who clearly see all of the ways before their eyes, they can advise any person who is willing to listen. And it is to them that we must trust. So beyond our own personal battles, we have to find, as the rabbis say in Ethics of the Fathers, in Pirkei make for yourself a guide, a teacher, someone who's able to help you reach your destination and goal. Someone who's emancipated themselves from following the wrong paths. And what is the advice that they give us? Let us enter into an accounting. Let us come and compute the world's account. They have already experienced and seen and learned that this alone is the true path by which a person may reach the good that he seeks, and that there is no one there's no other option besides this. What emerges from all this is that a person must constantly at all times, and I quote, and particularly during a regularly appointed time of solitude, reflect upon the true path, according to the Torah, that a person must walk upon. After engaging in such reflection, he will come to consider whether or not his deeds travel along this path. So you first work out what that path is, and then you work out how close you are to it. Or are you on it? Or are you going in the wrong direction? In doing so, it will certainly be easy for him to cleanse himself of all evil and to correct all of his ways. What I like about this text is the encouragement that our author gives us. The goals seem lofty and beyond and for people of high spiritual caliber, but really he's speaking to every single one of us. As the verse says in Proverbs chapter 4, 26, Consider the path of your feet and all of your paths will be established. Or in the book of Echa, Nach basa Let us seek out our ways and examine them. V'nashuva ad Hashem. We might want to be complacent and find it easy to have a relationship, relationship fixed by the other party taking the first step. But it's much more empowering, much more noble to take that first step ourselves. As the Tanakh teaches us here, 
All we have to do is seek out our ways, but and examine them. And then we will turn to God. It's not a reward, it's just a consequence of doing the right thing. It's accessible, it's doable. Now we have to do it. Take care, my friends. Have a great day.